Welcome to this week's edition of News Wrap with me, Rodney Moses. Our top stories this week. 92 billion Kenya shillings lost due to Russian invasion of Ukraine. Kenya suspended by FIFA. And small and medium enterprises to benefit from World Bank financing. Investors at the Nairobi Securities Exchange lost 92 billion shillings as global stocks plunged after Russia launched an invasion on Ukraine on Thursday. This was the biggest single-day loss in over two years since the onset of the pandemic in 2020. There was also a sharp rise of oil after the invasion, with the barrel going for over $100 for the first time since 2014. This was due to concern over potential global supply disruptions from sanctions on major crude exporter Russia. The assault was the biggest attack on a European state since World War II, prompting tens of thousands of people to flee their homes. On Friday, Russian missiles pounded Ukraine's capital, Kiev. US President Joe Biden responded to the invasion with a wave of sanctions that impede Russia's ability to do business in major currencies along with sanctions against banks and state-owned enterprises. Britain, Japan, Canada, Australia and the European Union also unveiled sanctions including a move by Germany to halt certification of an $11 billion Russian gas pipeline. And back home, World Football Governing Body FIFA has indefinitely suspended Kenya from all international footballing activities. The ban announced on Thursday was fueled by a government's move to suspend Kenya Football Federation and replace it with a caretaker committee. The suspension announced by FIFA President Gianni Infantino means the country will be barred from fielding any team in any competitive event outside the country. This includes the men's and women's football teams and clubs. Similarly, referees will be barred from international assignments while no locally based Kenyan footballer will be allowed to complete a professional transfer during the duration of the suspension. The World Football Governing Body had earlier asked the Kenyan government to repeal the decision to disband Football Kenya Federation and install a caretaker committee or the country will remain in the cold indefinitely. Kenya Sports Cabinet Secretary Amina Mohamed on November 11th last year disbanded the new Kumwendoa-led Football Kenya Federation and installed a caretaker committee led by retired Justice Aaron Ringera to, among other things, run football activities in accordance with the Federation's constitution. Kenya has received green light to export fresh avocado to China after the Chinese government reversed an initial requirement that only allowed frozen produce. The announcement follows successful completion of the rigorous pest risk analysis carried out by the agency and the National Plant Protection Organization of China, which identified quarantine pests of concern to China that should be controlled before export. China had locked out the fresh produce in 2019 due to the prevalence of fruit flies locally. The deal to export avocado to China was agreed in April 2019 between President Uhuru Kenyatta and his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping, but majority of exporters could not manage owing to the high cost involved in exporting frozen avocado. Only one farm out of the over 100 met the requirement laid by the Chinese six months later after Nairobi and Beijing signed the deal. Farmers will be required to, farmers will be required to apply good agricultural practices and maintain proper sanitary conditions as well as implement integrated pest management program. The exporters would also be required to carry 
out treatment of the fresh avocado fruits by fumigation before export and ensure that all consignments are inspected prior to exports. And more than 250,000 small and medium enterprises in the country are set to benefit from World Bank's financing this year to help them recover from the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. The funds issued under the Global Bank's International Development Association, IDA, are expected to address financing challenges faced by the sector despite constituting 98% of all businesses in the country. The financing will be issued under the Supporting Access to Finance and Enterprise Recovery Project and will be facilitated through microfinance banks, circles and digital lenders. World Bank has said it is working with the government of Kenya, the private sector and other development partners to address the World Bank has said it is working with the government of Kenya, the private sector and other development partners to address the met need for financing within MSME space. IDA's annual commitments have averaged about $29 billion, which translates to 3.07 trillion Kenya shillings over the last three years to 2021, with about 70% of the funding going to Africa. And finally, Kenya Meteorological Department has warned that March, April and May will see the country receive above average rainfall. The rains will be more intense in most sections of the country in April, with the exception of the coastal strip, which is expected to receive heavy rains early May. Residents of Siaya, Kisumu, Kisi, Nakuru, Laikipia, Kakamega, Vihiga, Mugoma and Rusia, on the other hand, have been warned to expect above normal rainfall through the review period. Average precipitation will be experienced in northern east. Average precipitation will be experienced in northeastern and coastal regions from March to May. That is all we had for you this week. My name is Rodney Moses.